Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. I would like you to understand how I relate the Bible to my life or the things I've read, the movies I've watched, things I've seen, videos, or how I make connections to things in the world. When I'm reading the Bible, I reflect on it. The example is um, Matthew 7, verse 1. Judge not that ye be not judged. One time I belonged to an organization, and they had a new member. And I didn't think that person seemed like a very nice person, so kind of stayed away and watched from a distance over different meetings. And it turned out that that person was really, really nice. And I had judged them by first impressions. They might have been shy or or something else, which made them seem aloof. But they were nice, and they befriended other people in the organization, and they were a real asset to the group. And it makes me think of how that was a shallow decision on my part to judge. And it helped me reflect more when I meet new people to be more open. Additionally, when I apply these things to my life, sometimes I'll think, now do I want God to judge me that way? Do I want other people to judge me that way? And so I reflect on these things and it gives me a deeper relationship to the passages I'm reading. And it feels much more personal to me. And I realize that you will apply passages you're reading to your life and the things that you know about the world or things you've read or movies or videos or TV that you've seen. These are just an example to make it easier for you to make those connections. Also, these podcasts will be coming out on Wednesday and Friday. The first of these two Bible to Self connections is called Just When It's Convenient Christian. And one of the scribes came and having heard them, reasoning together and perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? And Jesus answered him, the first of all commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like it, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. From Mark chapter 12, verses 28 through 31. I'm reminded that I can't be a just when it's convenient Christian. I'm to make my faith a priority. God wants me to treat others nicely, even if, even if they are rude to me, even if they get the job I wanted, even if they have more money than I do and they didn't deserve it even if they take advantage of me, even if they're hateful, even if they talk down to me, even if they make really poor lifestyle choices, even if they cut in front of me on the freeway, even if they don't believe the way I do, even if they are a telemarketer and don't let me off the phone when I want to get off. I really have to work on this one. If I get caught up in being resentful, rude, or hateful, I'm not being the example that God wants me to be of how he works in my life. Here's a related passage. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment of the law? And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. 
And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. From Matthew chapter 22, verses 35 through 40. I sometimes will tell you other places in the Bible that corroborate what Jesus said or did, because that's additional proof that Jesus is truly the Son of God. That's why I include it. Okay, the next Bible self-connection is called, So Others Think We're Righteous. And he said unto them in his doctrine, Beware of the scribes, which love to go in long clothing and love salutations in the marketplaces and the chief seats in synagogues and in the uppermost rooms at feasts which devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers that they shall receive greater damnation. Mark chapter 12, verses 38 through 40. This reinforces that God wants us to live our faith. We are to be good examples of this faith in all that we do, not just at church by doing showy things so others think we are righteous. Our faith in God should be something that is an integral part of our daily lives, tempered with discreetness and humility. Here's a related passage. Then spake Jesus to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. All, therefore, whoever they bid you observe, that observe and do, but do not ye after their works, for they say and do not. For they bind heavy burdens and grievous to be borne and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works they do to be seen of men. They make broad their phylacteries and enlarge the borders of their garments and love the uppermost rooms at feasts and the chief seats in the synagogues. That's from Matthew chapter 23, verses 1 through 6. I want you to know that since this is an example of the positive influence God has made on my life through the Bible, this podcast that I shared with you may not reflect all of the whole meaning of the Bible verses and passages I have shared. They're just how this particular Bible verse or passage related to my life and how it makes the Bible more personal to me in my daily walk with Christ. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.